0: I have one journal that's like just um, like positive like uh, serendipity moments. That's really cool. Um, so it's like just like all the good things that happen. Um, so whenever I'm feeling weird or like down like I just like look through the things that happen and like instantly feel better.
1: Welcome to Elevated Frequencies, the podcast that gives you access to the next level of house and techno so you can explore an elevated lifestyle. When I first met Speaker Honey, it was at EDC Orlando, and she had come into the room with these butterfly wings on. And she was like, look what I just found on the ground. And so she found these butterfly wings on the ground and she decided to wear them for her set um, because it matched her vibe. And after her telling me that and after having a conversation with her more in depth, I realized I had to have her on the podcast because Speaker Honey is one of those artists that has struck the perfect balance between being this positive, free spirit, easygoing person and incredible entrepreneur. Sometimes you meet people and they're like such a free spirit and you're like, wow, you're just kind of going with the flow, like flying by the seat of your pants, good for you. And sometimes you meet people who are so serious, doesn't have to be a DJ; it could be anyone. They're so serious about their career. You're like, okay, like loosen up. There's more to life. Um, Speaker hunting is is neither of those people. She is the perfect perfect balance between artist and entrepreneur. And um, I I really wanted to dig deeper into her brain to figure out how she's gotten to that point. And I think we accomplished that. In this conversation. So, without further ado, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Speaker Honey.
0: Hi! Thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm um, just getting prep for going to Vegas tomorrow. Um, yeah, just really excited. I grew up in Vegas, so EDC has always been like a really big uh, moment for me, and I'm just really excited to get back there this week. So that's awesome. And the last time I saw
1: you was actually EDC Orlando. So is this? This is your first like insomniac event since EDC Orlando. Have you had some in between?
0: Um, no, I've been to some Factory 93 events. Like I just did the, um, I saw UMEC, uh, Factory 93 had UMEC and Space 92 at um, Exchange last weekend. So that was, that was pretty fun. Um, but it's my like first insomniac festival, I think, since EDC. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so yeah. exciting.
1: So you grew up in Vegas. I don't know why I didn't know that. Well, I remember you told me you went to school in Hawaii, right?
0: Yeah, so I graduated college in Hawaii. I went to University of Hawaii Hilo, but um, I lived in Vegas from like seven to nineteen. So, got it. So you've yeah. always kind of
1: been in like those warm environments.
0: Yeah, it's been um, Vegas to uh, Hawaii to uh, San Diego. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you? By the way, can you hear the construction outside my apartment right now? No. Okay, cool. The the noise cancellation on these headphones are good. But by the way, they're building like a whole condo complex right outside my window. Oh my God. Is this, is this where you make music in that room? Yeah. Yeah. So this is my home studio. Um, I just got my own like custom studio monitors. This is like my desk and it's a one bedroom apartment in Hollywood. Yeah. That's awesome. But I feel your
1: pain so much with construction next door. It's, it's the worst.
0: Honestly. Um, I don't really like make music during the day, so that's a good thing. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah I, I actually I want to talk about that because I've seen you say before that you're a night owl. But just to wrap a bow on this really quick. I just moved into this like my new house, but I was forced to move because next door they were building a condo
0: too. And like my whole frickin office would shake and I couldn't if- get anything done. It's literally so bad right now. Like, I mean, I, I actually wish I could turn on the mic so you guys can hear it because like, it sounds like, um, tractors are going in reverse forever. It's like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So Uh, yeah. And then
1: like, you
0: have no idea, (laughs) nothing. And it's like, you can't hear yourself think, but no, it's, it's so like, honestly, like I try to like tune it out, but I can't. So I have to like, I'm so thankful that my bedroom's on the opposite side of the apartment. So. Yeah, because, like, yeah. when you wake up first thing in the
1: morning, that's not what you want to hear, especially if you're, like, up late nights in the studio making music.
0: Yeah, like, honestly, um, I sleep through most things. I'm a really good sleeper, so. Like, I could, yeah, so I can, like, I definitely can, like, sleep um, on airplanes or, like, just, like, in general with noise. But this has been, like, the first time I'm, like, oh, my God, I, I, I don't know if I can handle
1: this. Yeah, but. Uh, It's so, it's so real. I mean, that's the pitfalls of like when you're living in, you know, California, like, you know, I live in Chicago. I mean, you're
0: just like, you have to deal with it. You know, there's ups and downs. Yeah. It was funny when I first got this apartment, I was like, oh, look, like, like there's an open lot. It's Hollywood nature. Now I know that's not Hollywood nature. (laughs) It's a, it's going to be built. so.
1: Yeah. You can almost guarantee, right. That like, there's not going to be any nature.
0: They actually, they actually offered us a free month of rent to sign another 12 month lease. And I feel like they did that because, um, Mm -hmm. the construction, but anyways, Mm -hmm. you see through their game. Um, anyway, okay. On to
1: higher vibrational things, not construction. So you, um, I've read about you that you're like a night owl that you like making your music in the nighttime. Um, from one creative to another, I always like to hear about people's processes, Because I've kind of gone back and forth. I used to be a night owl. Now I'm like an early riser. So why, why is like your music making and your creativity sessions? Why is, why is that happening at night for you?
0: So like, I've always, um, just been more activated in general at nighttime. Um, I don't really know, like if there's like a, like a discreet reason for it, but it's like always, I remember in high school, I would like stay up, um, until like 4am, 5am, um, writing my journals, writing songs, or just like, like doing something, watching Family Guy or something like, you know, the TV or whatever. Um, And like, when I was in college, I did the same thing and then, when I graduated college, I still kept the same thing. So at this point I'm like, I, I think I've just always been this way. Like I, I feel like at nighttime um, it's like a peace of mind where like, there's no expectations of you. Like people aren't asking anything of you. I know I'm not going to get any like emails or like anything like um, intense that I need to like, like deal with like right away, you know? So um, also I think that at a certain point um, at nighttime, I feel like more um, in tune with my kind of like dream state. Like I like being a little bit tired, like, Um, I tend to, like, find, like, my best, like, melodies or, like, cool, like, song ideas at, like, 6 a.m., 7 a.m. or something like that. Like, it's, like, I'm definitely, like, on a weird sleep schedule. Um, One of my friends called it Mars time. (laughs) That's a good name for a song. (laughs) Mars time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I love that. So, okay, so what – the scientific term I've heard for it is called theta state. It's, like, when your brain is in, like, this weird, like – Hanging in the fold, like between sleep and awake. Yeah. And, and that's super cool. And like, they say that that's when like you can manifest the most and do the craziest things because you're like in this almost like trance. And I know that, um, if you've ever seen those like sound deprivation tanks, like where you, totally. go float, where yeah. you go float, like a lot of people mm-hmm. tend to like get creative there. So it's kind of like the same thing. Like nobody's bothering you. Nobody's awake. Yeah.
0: It's a, um, I think it's like a really like just like personal like moment. Um, I know Salvador Dali like, like would like, like be like on the brink of sleep and then start painting or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of artists that have like used, um, like different like sleep periods to, um, to like, sorry, that's so loud, <laughs> to have their like creativity. I'm also like very sensitive to sound. So when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, it like really does distract me. But anyways, um, for me, I think that like, um, like, not everybody can like live um, and like, like kind of like this like alternative um reality where there's like, the only real reason I need to like wake up or go to bed is because I have a show, you know, mm-hmm. like, or I have a plane flight. Um I do run on like a party on Tuesday nights, but that's about it. <laughs> so like, like I have like, very little obligations, um, for 24 hours. So I get to like, really like dive into my own kind of rhythm. Um, and I think that like, it's not, um, necessarily for everybody. I definitely can't communicate with some people because of it. Um, sometimes people like question or like, why are you like, one of my friends is always like go to bed and then like wake up because I'm like sleeping until five or six or something. And then they're like, like wake up and I'm like, well, you're telling me to go to bed. And then you're also telling me to wake up. And I'm like, at the end of the day I get to sleep a lot. So Um, it's just kind of like this like creative, like, I'm, I feel like I'm getting like a natural like rhythm with my own, um, like whatever, like whatever I need to do, you know? So, yeah, yeah.
1: I think that's one of the most beautiful things about being an artist or an entrepreneur is you kind of get to design your own life. Like you get to decide this is what I'm, how I'm going to run my shit as I'm going to run my production, like
0: my, yeah. Also like taking the authority to like, just like understanding that, like the way, um, like i like worked really really hard to be able to run my own sleep and it really did come down to like i do music for a lot of different reasons but i also specifically was looking for a career that allowed me to not have to wake up to an alarm every day yeah or a construction noise <laughs> or a construction but yeah now i have like a beeping ass so.
1: yeah no that that's so real um so okay i want to take a couple steps back because When I first interviewed you at EDC, we talked about your origin story um, for your name. Yeah. I I love your name. It's like so perfect for you. So tell the listeners of this show where Speaker Honey came from.
0: Yay. Okay. So um, I was going to school on the Big Island of Hawaii um, in Hilo, and I was studying anthropology and philosophy. Um, It was like the first time I was actually like really interested in school because um, culture and thought um i finally got to study things that were like interesting to me and like thought provo- provoking or whatever and in hawaiian culture um names are not just given um it's like something that's like like natural to that thing you know mm-hmm. so it's like um it's not just like you just like choose a name it's like something that like makes sense um for that moment and i was like about to graduate in 6 months and I was really thinking about what I was going to do. Like people were asking me, are you going to do an internship? Are you going to go get like a master's degree? Um, are you going to go become a teacher, whatever? And I realized I was like, like music and art are like the main things out of all the things I've been studying. Like music and art is like, like a true way to like really impact like people without telling them what to do. And so I realized I was like, I'm going to pursue my music like full time. Like, and I started telling people, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to like, when I graduate, I'm going to be, I'm going to pursue my music. And I knew I needed a name. And one day I was smoking a blunt with my homies that were, um, there was like a house full of like eight college students and we were like smoking outside, like next to the like campus. And one of the um, students, like one of my friends came up with this huge jar of honey and he was like, please like, um, take some of this honey. We had to evacuate a beehive on campus. And, um, I was like, oh, cool. Like honey, there's like honeycombs, like crystalline, like beautiful honey. And I was like eating the honey. I was like, this is some of the best honey I've ever tasted. He's like, yeah, we had to evacuate a beehive inside a speaker cabinet inside like the main, like center campus. And I was like, oh, it's like the vibrations. It's the frequency. It's speaker honey. And I was like, wait, it's speaker honey. And I was like, this is perfect. And like, I went on, um, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, um, got speakerhoney.com, um, the website, everything. Yeah. And it was just like not existent. And so I am speaker honey now and it just makes a lot of sense just cause like growing up, my dad made, um, speaker cabinets and stuff. Like, um, now I'm building speakers as well. Like, so it just kind of like all flows together. It's yeah. So cool.
1: And it was so smart of you to grab the website right away. Like, especially like what college kid thinks of that? That was so, so smart.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, it's, I think like growing up, like on the West coast and stuff, like I was used to like, um, like Reddit and like MySpace Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I had deeply thought about my project. So like, I, um, I really formulated my project when I was like 25, 26. So a lot of people like come into their music, um, careers like early, like some people start later. Um, when I started mine, I really like had like deeply thought about it at that point. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like. Like I just like rushed into it at 18 or something like that. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And okay. So, so talk to me about techno because like, I, did you, did you start, did you wake up one day and say, I'm going to be this amazing techno <laughs> artist? How, how did you manifest that from, you know, coming from school in Hawaii?
0: Yeah, it was interesting because, um, I had actually, like, I, I knew about techno, but like, um, my main influences were more like electro, um, like trip hoppy stuff, um, like, uh, indie, indie rock, um, like rock and roll, like, um, progressive rock whatever like prog rock and um when i decided like after i got the name so i think like a name becomes like a vehicle like once i got the name then it became like okay yeah i'm actually doing this so i went back to vegas where my mom lived um and at that time i met some friends that were djing and they had like dj decks at the house like in the living room just like constantly going back to back um and i was just like hula hooping and just like in the background and then one day i was like wait why am i not like I want to try this. I should try to DJ. Um, And the tracks that like attracted to me were techno tracks. Um, So like my first ever like DJ moments were DJing techno. And I just was obsessed at that point. Um, And like, that's actually what changed my style too, because I I hadn't really known, like, the DJ structure or, like, techno structure or any, like, it, like, really, like, shifted my whole production process at that point because, like, I had never really made techno, but I had, like, techno elements, but, like, Mm -hmm. it was really just, like, because I love DJing techno, like... (laughs) That's
1: awesome. And I like what you said about the name kind of bringing the project to life. Um, I think there's a lot of power in a name, like you're saying, you know, uh, this podcast, for example, naming it made it real elevated frequencies, you know, that's kind of, I was like, now, now I'm living up to the name, right. It kind of gives you something to aspire
0: to. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, um, like I think that words are sacred words are important. Um, it's really like other cultures take a lot of, um, like significance in like certain words and certain sayings. And I feel like in our modern day, like I'm on the West coast in America, whatever, um, people tend to just say things, um, without really realizing like the weight to it, you know? So like, I think Mm -hmm. that like, um, it's really important to recognize, like, like I always tell people, like, if you're going to start like something like to like write it down or think about like like the name, or think about um, what 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 it is, because once you, once that word comes, then all of a sudden you have like a um, like a structure to uh, develop it, and you have like a house for it, and the, it it can grow. It's kind of like getting a pot or whatever. Um, okay, writing things down huge to me. Mm-hmm. I have this
1: or any notebook on my desk at all times. I write everything down. It's like I love that. the first thing I do Yay. in the morning. Are you, are you somebody who's like, do you like to do lists?
0: What's what's your thing? So I'm like a massive journaler. I have like journals um, since I was like 12, 13. Like I have like a massive stack of journals. Um, I journal every day. Like I write like my ideas. I write song lyrics. I don't really write what happens. I don't really write down things like about my personal life. I think it started when I was like 13. I remember like writing about like something that happened and then like looking back at it and being like kind of embarrassed and being like, mm-hmm. this seems like dumb. <laughs> so, so that I just like started writing about like, like conceptual like thoughts and stuff. And like, I think that's what led into the philosophy and like things like that. And, um, yeah, I think that like writing is a really special practice. Um, just because like you're always having a communication, um, with other people. Um, and there's like another expectation, um, with reality in general. But like when you're writing with yourself, you can like, just like have that moment. And there's like very few times like during the day that I get that besides like just mm-hmm. writing. So yeah. 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 And especially
1: now, I mean, and no shit, like if you want to write stuff down on your phone, that's fine. But I think it's something's very special about putting pen to paper because oh, it's totally. like, a, it's like a yeah. lost art. Like we don't do that really anymore.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Cause I, I write in like a hybrid cursive. Like, so I, I kind of write like in cursive but then sometimes it's not and um it's funny because like I've actually had like recently someone say like oh I can't read like what is that and I was like whoa like you know cursive's kind of dying you know Mm -hmm. and like um but for me like I just think like physically writing something down um it's just like someone once told me that it's like the chi energy like from like your brain to like the paper that like it's like you're like like actually like releasing something versus like like when you're like on your phone like you're not really like actually interacting like mm-hmm. you're like doing half the battle you know what I mean and I feel like typing yeah. on the phone too is just like like sometimes like I'll, I've, I've been using like the voice memo thing now which is kind of sick but um in general like I think that it doesn't compare and also it can get deleted like I don't know like yeah and you're
1: distracted you can be distracted you know notifications coming in it's not the same
0: it's not the same. Yeah. And also, it just, like, feels like, I don't know, like, I, I feel like, like, I'll write down, like, song lyrics on my phone or, like, things that I want to, um, like, develop further, like, for, like, my music. But, like, when it comes to just, like, free flow thought, I don't think I have, like, a flow, like, in my notes, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're just brain yeah. dumping. Yeah. You- I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, like, what I like to write about, like, I, ha- I have one journal that's, like, just, um like positive, like, uh, serendipity moments. That's really cool. Um, so it's like, just like all the good things that happen. Um, so whenever I'm feeling weird or like down, like I just like look through the things that happen and like instantly feel better. I'm
1: stealing that idea. Yeah. It's a really good,
0: good that's so (laughs)
1: cool. I love that.
0: I love that because that helps you practice gratitude too, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And like, it also helps you remember like, like there's like so many like special things that happen that like line up. And I think the more that you like tune into that, um, the more, I guess you find like abundance in like your own, like spiritual growth or like career growth or like what you need to do. Cause a lot of people like don't really know what they're doing. (laughs) I still kind of don't know what to do. I almost know what they're doing, (laughs) but Yeah.
1: Yeah, but it's but like you said, writing down all those things kind of helps you connect the dots, and it makes you realize that you know it, it provides the through line between like your amazing story, and um, and the gratitude thing is so important for like you said, f- you know, achieving even more abundance. You have to be grateful for what you already have, and sometimes like when life is tough, you can forget about those things very easily. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm big on like celebrating little things every day and making every day special, whether it's like a latte that's like way too expensive or like I'm so with you. (laughs) Because it's about it's about that's what life's about. You know, like like I do stupid stuff like I hold my dog up to watch the sunset with me and I don't know if she has any fucking clue what's going on, but I'm like, this is special to me. You know? And that's what those are life's important moments.
0: I'm sure your dog knows. I also have a dog. Her name's Mochi, but she's not here right now. But I love Mochi so much. And I can tell, like, she, like, really appreciates when, like, first of all, she basically goes everywhere with me besides tour. Um, But, like, I I know that she recognizes, like, when, like, I'm trying to, like, show her something or, like, experience something with her. And, like, I think, like, animals are, like, definitely, like, I don't know. It's my first dog, so... (laughs)
1: It's mine too. It's mine too. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a really special bond. And you know, I think in your case, when it comes to music too, you can speak about this better than I can, but there's gotta be those special moments when you are DJing for a a crowd and you look out and maybe you see something. Do you, do you feel that way? Do you, are you ever like when you're up on
0: stage, are you like pinch me? Like, I can't believe this is real. Yeah. It's crazy because like, I like, like heavily get the chills. Like sometimes, um, like sometimes it's basically I don't like prepare, like I prepare my sets, like my set list. Um, but like when I'm actually like on the decks and in front of the crowd, I'm, I'm really like paying attention to like what's the environment around me and, um, I'm taking risks and there's been times where, certain song combinations I've never done before, like just like work out and there's like one moment where like everything's like in key and then you just like see like not just one person but like multiple people like having that moment and I know like on the opposite end what that feels like and it just like gives me this like huge like like I don't know, it's like a, like chill sensation, you know, yeah, I'm I'm very attentive to that. Um that's actually like it gives it gives me so much energy because like like I could literally DJ for like twelve hours. <laughs> that's funny. That's how you know you're, you're in the right profession.
1: Oh yeah. I think I definitely chose the right profession. (laughs) That's, that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, being on the other side, like, you know, as a, as a fan, as a listener hearing, and I've, and I've been to, to your set before in Chicago and just as a music fan in general, those moments that you're talking about are things that we talk about with our loved ones or online the next day. We're like, Oh my God, that moment when, you know, speaker honey did this or like played this song or, you know, looking at your Shazam the next morning and being like, Oh my God, I got it. You know, those are the things that make this music and this community so special. Um, it's just so much more intimate too. like no shade to any other type of music, but like there's this intimacy that I think makes it
0: that much better. Well, that's what I love about, like, kind of, like, 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 techno, like, electro, like, kind of, like, this, like, kind of, like, um, progressive, um, like, hypnotic sound, because it's not really, like, like, telling you to feel, like, a certain way. I mean, like, I love, like, all different genres of music, but, like, I feel, like, specifically, I look for those tracks that just, like, make you feel, like, excited and stoked, um, without, like, predisposition of, like, too much, like, emotion. Like, I really don't like to do, like, like to like 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 I don't know how to say it, like uh um, moody, you know, moody vocals mm-hmm. or like stuff like that. And like that music's great and there's a place and a time for that. But I like like peak time, fucking like let's fucking go, like party, like let's feel great, like this is the moment of our lives, like this is why we're here kind of moment. So yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's and it provides that release that so many of us like desperately need after, you know, a lot of people are going to their nine to fives and masking. And then they get to go to these shows and be themselves. And we need that
0: release. Totally. Like a safe space. And like, also just like a free, like a, you know, like a free zone. Um, I've had like a lot of really like heart touching, like stories of like people. Um, like one time, like there was this like nurse that came up to me after my set and she was like, thank you so, so much. Like I had like the, like, worst day in the ER you know stuff like that or like um people that say like you know like I like I just like went through like a lot of um like like family stuff and being here with you right now or I lost somebody like there's like some it gets heavy even though we're like all partying and having a good time like we're actually like definitely like healing together and like I think that like recognizing that there's that aspect as well to like what like we're providing like as artists so like I, I think about that stuff. That's also why I don't like to get too moody. Cause I like to like be like, let's go like yeah. We're live. <laughs>
1: yeah. No. And, and I know the, the nurse that you spoke about and so many of us appreciate that be, having somebody be able to just turn our bad week upside down into something positive. Um, yeah. It's it's,
0: it's,
1: it's why, it's why we attend these things, you know, like, People don't go like, I'm sorry, but you don't go to like top 40 clubs where they're playing like, you know, what they play on the radio because you just love that music so much. There's a different vibe for those types of places versus the shows that you're playing where it's like, we are here for a very specific reason. And everybody might come from, you know, there's nurses, there's people who might, you know, they're truck drivers, whatever their profession is, but they're all there (laughs) for the collective reason to like release and just find a little bit of joy
0: yes I like what I love too is like when um like somebody that has not like so I have some friends that like like or like people that I've met that are like oh I don't like techno and I'm like you have to you have to go to an out like like the right event because I think that like there's a space in place for like certain genres of music right um and someone might have been playing like like 145 like hard groove techno at like a beach party or something or in like someone's living room at like 4 p.m. and they're like I hate this but then when you actually experience like the real moment um and what the artist is giving it's not just the genre um I've had like a lot of um, like turnaround moments where they're like, oh, "I actually kind of like techno," mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's good. And I'm not just like I'm not just playing techno. Like I describe it as like techno electro trance, just because that's the best way I can describe it. I feel mm-hmm. like like the genre like doesn't really make sense, but like this like the the avenue I'm kind of like going with my new productions is like has a little bit elements of like dub, you know. Like I like 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 I said like trip hoppy stuff. So mm-hmm. um I'm trying to like go a little bit like playful and like not mm-hmm. like super just like like massive breakdown and then just like like yeah. beats all the time but i did just get a digitones um, beat machine it's like a polyphonic synthesizer so i am going to start trying to make my life set so maybe i'll maybe oh. i might do hard groove
1: <laughs> That's cool. That's so freaking cool. You're you're obviously so creative and you have you pull from so many different inspirations and it doesn't just come across in your music it comes across in your style too. Mm. I mean, I love the way like every single picture of you on Instagram, you're wearing something completely different, which is like an amazing accomplishment. (laughs) like, how, how do you pull that off?
0: Um, you know, honestly, like, I, I feel like, like, I, like, I I definitely like love fashion. I've always loved fashion, but, um, I, I, I like to feel like creative with my outfits. Um, and most of my stuff like, is like, um, small fashion brands or like Mm. my friend's stuff, you know, like this is my friend's yeah. hat. I got this this shirt for free. It says Octoberfest 2020, <laughs> like it says six um, this, signs
1: apart. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. It says six
0: <laughs> signs apart. <of> <laughs> awesome. um, this this necklace was gifted gifted to me at a festival. Actually, yeah. no, it was at um, when I was in Denver. Um, yeah. so like a lot of my stuff, it's funny. Like organically, kind of just like develops, and then I, I like put it together. Um, but. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've always just, like, really enjoyed, like, dressing up just because, like, I feel like when I, like, wear, like, an interesting outfit, um, it gives, like, a certain, like, energy to the room and people, like, interact, like, differently because, like, I'm, like, looking cute or whatever. And then, like, I, I've never really been a model, but then I've just, like, learned to be a model and I've been having a really good time with it, so... Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. And you know, I saw like, I go on TikTok way too much, but on TikTok, I saw this video the other day where it's like, don't underestimate the power of dressing up in a way that makes you feel good, like all the time, because when you feel your best, like you're able to produce better results for whatever it is you're doing. And you know, I I, I think it's so true. Like I'll notice a difference between when I like, like am going out wearing something I really love. It's a cool fit that I put a lot of thought into versus just like, and to be honest, most of the time, like I'm in sweatpants right now. Like I was, <laughs> well, <laughs> I was, yeah.
0: I'm like half <laughs> I'm like literally wearing the weirdest over <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But
1: yeah. But it's all about being comfy in the home, but I do notice that I'm like more on my A game when I feel really put together in something that it, that represents me.
0: Totally. Like, and like, I think that like, um, as an artist as well, I've really like sat like deep into like what speaker any Like, speaker any is like a sound, but it's also like a style and it's a, it's a vibe. Like, it's just like a frequency, you know? So like, I think that like, um, at this point I'm just basically like living and breathing, like my artist project, like, um, in general, um, I don't really like have, I guess I have some days where I'd like, wear like random things, but I've kind of gotten rid of all the things in my closet that are like, like not, um, my vibe. Like I just like made an intention to do that. I um, and by my, my vibe, I mean like either something my friends made or like, um, something green or something black. <laughs> so, yeah. Ballad.
1: That's awesome. And it's got to feel really good to be in alignment, like all across the board with your music project, the way you're presenting yourself to the world, fashion wise, aesthetically, like having that level of authenticity is really, um, something special that not everybody can say. They
0: Thank have. you. Yeah. Well, I think that like someone, someone once told me like, um, not everybody's like a lighthouse, but if like, if you, um, do you have like the light, like, um, it's important to shine it. And like, um, I think that like following, like some people like ask like, what, um, direction should I go? Like, and I think just like following like your authentic, like what you really like, like not really focusing on, um, what other people are doing, but just like tuning in with like, what's your personal taste and having like, like um like strengthen that and being like trusting in yourself is like a really important like lesson and not everybody like needs to do that i know everybody's like different flavors and there's like different types of people all throughout the world to make the world go around whatever but like um i think that like if you feel like you want to like do like pursue like um more art or like be a uh, more expressive, just like trusting yourself and not looking at other people is like the most important thing. Cause like, if you start like looking at everything else, you're just going to get distracted and not know like where's up or down or whatever. So yeah.
1: that's, I like that a lot. Um, be a lighthouse. That's really yeah. cool. If you're a lighthouse, yeah. be a lighthouse. I love that. Well, I've taken up a lot of your time, but before we wrap up, tell people where they can find you online, uh, music projects coming up, let them know.
0: Yeah. Okay. So everything's at speaker, honey. It's spelled S P E A K E R H O N E Y, not honey. Um, and then, um, you can find, um, all my music on Spotify, Apple music. Um, I have some music videos you should check out on YouTube. Um, I'm going to be DJing headlining at area 15 this Thursday in Vegas for EDC week. And then I'm um, playing at seismic dance event in Austin on Saturday. And then you might find me at EDC on Sunday. So, <laughs> Ooh,
1: exciting. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was so great to talk to you as always. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you so, so, much.
1: So when I had that conversation with Speaker Honey, she was gearing up to go to EDC Vegas. She crushed per usual. She's always playing shows. So if you haven't seen her live yet, make sure to add that to your summer rotation. You will not regret it. Um, I love that I am meeting so many journalers in the house and techno space because it is proof that this shit, it works, okay? It works and it's free. You can literally go write on a rock outside of your house, you know, if you don't wanna buy a journal from from the $1.25 store. Um, And I love that Speaker Honey has a separate journal for all of her serendipitous moments. It's like a little book of happy, kind of like a, scrapbook almost, but with words, I think that's so genius. There's there's just something so powerful about writing down your thoughts with a, a pen or pencil. So I know I, I preach this a lot and I've probably said this in almost every episode, but if you haven't tried it already, you really should. Anyways, uh, if you wanna support the show, subscribing on YouTube is the best way to do so. I also have audio versions of the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So if you prefer that, you can find me there at Elevated Frequencies. As always, we drop episodes every Thursday, so I will see you next week.